Welcome to the Gautrain Talks podcast station, the place to be for all matters related to the Gautrain and how it came to be South Africa's first ever rapid rail link. In studio today, the Gautrain Management Agency's Senior Manager of Public Transport Integration, Jacob Rambuda, and with him, the GMA's Executive for Transport Integration and Planning, Siobongo Mobaso. They've joined us to unpack the concept of public transport integration, its main features, and its benefits. Jacob, let's start with you and uh, your broad definition and understanding of what exactly public transport integration is. Public transport integration is a combination of different modes of transport to maximize the ease and efficiency for the users in terms of time, cost, comfort, safety and accessibility. So it is important that we need to understand what integration is and at the center of that is the commuter or it's people who require public transport. And Siobonga, you know, further to that, I mean, putting the commuter at the center of, of that concept, uh, you, your broad thoughts and understanding of, of how you see public transport integration? Well, integration is about the network, having an integrated network. Obviously, you've got different players in public transport at various levels, but they all need to work as one system to enable the commuter to move from point A to point B. Just as Jacob mentioned, it also needs to be done in a seamless way. So that is what is involved. So it's all these different players working together to make sure that they transport the commuter to wherever that they want to go. Very simply, why is it important? And why, what, what, what goal are we trying to achieve by implementing and executing on public transport integration? We're actually trying to achieve mobility. Remember, transport is when you provide transport or transporting someone to a a specific area. But mobility is when you are enabling a person to move. So that is what we're trying to do. When we are integrating, we are making sure that the commuter is enabled to move from their point of origin to wherever that they want to move to. That is why we try and integrate these different services and different modes of transport when we do public transport integration. And Jacob, why is this mobility important? And, and what does it mobility enable us to achieve as a, as a country, as a nation? It's important in a sense that you remember that there's always movement of people from one point to another. And we have economic activities where people move to, I mean, to get employment or for any other services that is being offered. So it's important to make sure that we provide the link between these economic activities and then make sure that we provide public transport so that a commuter should be able to travel seamlessly from point A to B, even to point C, without actually experiencing any uneasiness. So it's a move towards efficiency and ultimately um, less time wastage, a more efficient commuter, a more efficient working base, would you say? Yes, definitely. And also, I mean, to provide safety, just to guarantee safety of passengers. So that is why it's important to make sure that this integration of all these different modes. Staying with you, Jacob, what about uh, the link between public transport integration, spatial development and livelihoods as a whole? I think it's important to understand that uh, there is a close link between land uses, as you mentioned, between public transport and obviously uh, land use or special development in a sense that wherever there is a development, there's going to be generation of trips or there will be movement of people between different land uses. For example, 
there is a residential area as a land use. Obviously, we will expect people from residential area to move to where there are business activities or business uh, centers and all that. So obviously, to enable that movement, there has to be a link of which transport is the one that provides that connecting link between the residential land use and also the economic or the business center or commercial center. So it's very important to understand the patterns because these land uses, they help us to understand the traveling patterns of commuters. So you will definitely understand and come up with better way of bringing convenience, comfort, and public transport services that we're able to connect uh, to make sure that people move from one point to another. Now, Siobonga, I would imagine that there's a challenge there that exists in terms of new developments from a residential point of view, that the transport system needs to keep up with the development and that, and particularly in Gauteng, if we look, the, look at the explosion of development that's taken place over the last 20, 30 years, that the transport network has to keep up with that development as well to ensure some of the issues uh, that uh, Jacob's touched on? Yes, yeah, I think for me it works on both ways. Development uh, that is you know, done actually requires transport. But at the same time, where transport is, you'll find that, you know, you'll start seeing development mushrooming. So basically what it means is from a, a planning perspective, there need to be an integrated planning of both transport and development at the same time. So you cannot necessarily have these, you know, separated, especially with regards to, to, to the planning, because you would like those that are staying in, spe in specific development to move because people, unfortunately, they always move. You find people that are perhaps staying in the south, always working in the north, and vice versa. So, therefore, you need to have the movement that that, that connects people from their place of residence uh, to the places of employment. So, it is important then that the planning of both public transport and spatial development is done you know, simultaneously. Jacob, do you, do you want to add to that? Yes, it's important to, to understand that Public transport, it becomes an enabler to attract development. I mean, you will see at our stations, immediately after we constructed our stations for the how train, development started to come in and there was investment in offices, in residential developments and so on. So it means that people see public transport as important because it enables them to connect to other areas of their choice. So public transport is a backbone for the development and it's important that investment takes place around our stations so that you, you, it, it will be easier for the commuter to, be, to travel from one point to another. What about the policy, the existing policy that exists, um, Jacob, with regards to public transport integration? What's in place at the moment and, and where are we from, from an integrated public transport system? Yeah, we, we, we have policies in the country that enable uh, integration of public transport. We have the National Land Transport Act. We also have How Train Management Agency Act 5 of 2006, which uh, enable us to make sure that we integrate other public transport services with the How Train system and transport plans. So it's very important that we need to understand that the policy framework is there. We also have the Houting 25 year integrated transport master plan, 
which assist in making sure that we plan in an integrated way and bring different modes of public transport to ensure that mobility around the province is made easier because of the policy framework that underpins the integration of public transport. So, Siobongo, the, 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 the policy is in place and, and the plan is there, but, but, but where are we, do you think, from a progress point of view in terms of, of having a, an integrated public transport system? I think as a country, we've always had good policies and, and plans, perhaps even frameworks that enable us to plan. For an example, just as Jacob mentioned, we have uh, the special development process that is there. We've got the transport planning process that is there, but sometimes we just fail to execute them in a coordinated manner to enable us to plan you know, concurrently or to plan together to ensure that these plans speak to one another. So therefore, perhaps that's where we need to, to improve as a country, as a province, in how we execute the plans that are already there. So we're hoping, I mean, with the um, transport authority that has been established, it will enable us to, to, to plan in a coordinated manner or in an integrated manner across the province, perhaps that will also spill over to, to, to the other provinces within the country as well. Do you think one of the challenges is that there are so many different parts and so many different players that, that, that need to be pulled together and brought to the table? Is that a challenge? It is a challenge in a sense that perhaps they are not working in synergy as they should be. So, I mean, for, for an example, for a system to function properly, you need a single structure. So perhaps that's what we require as a province or as a country to have that single structure in terms of planning that enables that every party that moves within that structure, the other stakeholders are aware of it and they are able to support it. For me, that is what, that is, what is important. Focus on integrated planning, uh, work together. Let us not allow only to be the legislation that moves us into working together, but it should be what we want to do because we want to provide transport to the commuter. We, the commuter is at the center of, of, the, of, of the, what we're doing, whether it's a development or whether it's public transport. Therefore, we want to work together to make sure that we benefit the commuter. We are still with the GMA's Jacob Rambuda and Siobongo Mabaso exploring the impact, importance and role of public transport integration from a Gautrain perspective. Gentlemen, let's uh, move on now. And Jacob, I want to start with you. Let's look at some of the trends, both local and international, from a public transport integration point of view. What are you seeing taking place internationally and how does South Africa compare? What we see happening internationally is that countries are beginning to realize the importance of public transport, especially with regard to the issues of carbon emissions. And countries are promoting the use of public transport so that people get out of their cars and then use public transport to commute, which uh, help us in terms of reducing carbon uh, emission. And what we have seen happening is that those countries are establishing transport authorities to coordinate the planning and manage the transport integration and the services at that level so that all the modes are integrated and the planning is done by those authorities. And here in Gauteng, obviously, there is a work underway to establish the transport authority, which is important in a sense that we have big uh, metros of which all of them, they've got their own public transport plans, but you will realize that those public transport plans 
they are not maybe integrated in such a way that people are able to travel between uh, the three big metros. So the plans they have is for mobility within their cities, but it's important to understand the traveling patterns of the commuters. People travel from Pretoria to Joburg, which then means that we need to make sure that there's provision of transport that connects all these big nodes. So I think this is what has been happening. And what is happening locally is that we are also realizing that we need to emphasize on the use of public transport. And as Mr. Mabaso indicated, issues around institutional framework is very important. Let us, let us establish um, institutions that will manage and coordinate transport planning and services at that level so that we all provide seamless transport solution or the integrated public transport system. I mean, if you look at international trends, I mean, obviously, you know, it's, it's, it's difficult for South Africa to compare itself to the more developed nations out there. Um, but are there any, any other countries out there that, that, that stand out as, as great examples of, of, of integrated public transport systems? Yes, we have in the UAE, in Dubai, they have an authority called Road and Transport Authority Dubai that coordinates and manage, I mean, public transport in the entire city. In London, in the UK, there is Transport for London, which is a transport authority for that. So we have best examples internationally that we are beginning to actually learn and extract and get those international best practice, practices and make sure that we apply them in our local context. Siobonga, I mean, there's these great sort of market-leading or world-leading authorities and developed nations, as Jacob's just alluded to. But I would imagine you've almost got to take that best practice and then try and apply it to a South African context. Am I right? Yes, we have to. I mean, one of the concepts that they're speaking about now is mobility as a service. So basically, I mean, we do not need to own uh, the, the assets of those vehicles or or buses that are being used to provide public transport, but you just you know, take the benefits of the services that they offer. So those are the policies that we need to start to emulate as well to see how can we have different players um, or service providers of public transport actually providing services to a particular structure that we've selected to enable public transport within our own our own country. As you've mentioned, South Africa is different, so therefore we cannot copy and paste as it is the solutions that are out there. So we have to then try and make sure that we we configure them according to the environment that we're in and, um, and, the, and the history and the spatial uh, uh, reference that we have in terms of where we are. So, but I mean, those concepts, we've been able to apply them to a certain extent, that, you know, within the Gautrain system, and we've seen that they work, and that is what we are focusing on expanding on as well. Well, let's look at that Gautrain system. I mean, what role, can you talk to the, the role that, that, that Gautrain has played in, in driving a, an integrated public transport system? Well, first of all, just by try, starting with the train service, the train service is integrating the three metros that we currently have. And over and above that, we also have the feeder and distribution services that are there providing that last mile uh, for, for our commuters. But we've taken it even further than that. We've then s s took the, 
you know, the concept of mobility as a service, and we've partnered with the minibus taxi industry so that, you know, they can provide uh, an additional service to our commuters to reach the areas where we couldn't reach before. So all those, the, the, those are the steps that we are taking as the Gautrain to make sure that we, we, we kind of like find out what works within our own environment. And the next step that we want to take now is to also incorporate our meter taxi industry in making sure that they also form part of the services that we offer at Gautrain. But we also, I mean, sort of like understand that that's not necessarily what integration is about Integration is about making sure that it's not only the how train that is functional, but all the other different transport services that are, are offered within the province, they need to work and, and function together as one system. I mean, Jacob, in, in this way, Gautrain has taken a lead role in driving an integrated public transport system, but, but you need the other players to, to, to buy into that market-leading position. Definitely, yes. We need other role players to come on board. What about the different levels of, of effect, effective public transport integration, apart from the physical? You know, we've talked about, you can talk about the stations, uh, you know, the, the hardware, if you like, but, but what are the other elements important to consider when, when driving an, an, an effective public transport integration approach? I think what is uh, important or other levels that are key in making sure that we have effective public transport integration is that we need to integrate the information. It's very important that wherever there is a public transport service, we need to understand what other services are out there. From where I am, where can I go, which services are available. So if we can integrate the information so that we enable the passenger to understand that there are different services that are being offered. For me to be able to get to point B from where I am, I should, I should be able to use this type of, of uh, transport. So that, that, that will bring convenience on the commuter side. And one thing that I have also realized is that people continue to use their own private vehicles because they don't know what is available out there. They don't know public transport services that are available even in their area. So if we do not promote the use of public transport and give out information in terms of what is available, then people will continue using their private vehicles. So we need to look also uh, into fair integration. You know, it's very important that with all these role players, we need to come up with uh, a way of having a one ticket that I can be able to use to move from one point to another using one mode and change to another mode of transport without having to take another card or to use cash and all that. If I have to use a hard train, I must be able to use a card and then I, if I, I have to get out of the train and use a bus or use a minibus taxi, I should be able to use the same card same to card, yes. transact or to make sure that I, I, I make payment through that. So it's very important. And we mentioned about institutional integration, which is also important to make sure that we have an authority or a body that will be able to manage and coordinate our transport planning and also services and ensure that all the role players, all their plans are integrated in that one big institutional uh, body that would have been formed. And network integration, I mean, it's very important uh, for people to be able to commute with ease. We need to make sure that we integrate all our networks so that uh, there is that seamless transfer from one point to another, from one mode to another. 
Nasir Bongo, what about some thoughts on on the other key elements such as operations, fares, scheduling, technology platforms, other transport modes? I mean, Jacob's touched on some of them. You have any further thoughts on some of those key issues? Yes, I do. I mean, to me, those all those uh, um, things that I mentioned they are secondary. What is primary, in my view, is the level of service. So th- that is what ultimately we want to achieve. We want to achieve a transport system where the level of service is the same throughout the, the commuter trip. Consistent. Yes, and, and consistently so and uh, throughout. So that is what we want to see. Uh, obviously, yes, you do need to make sure that your operations are integrated in order for you to achieve that. But a commuter should feel the same way from the first uh, mode that they take at the beginning of their trip to the one they take in their in their last mile at the end of their trip. Therefore, all these things we 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 supposed to then work together to say what what requirements do we put for our public transport services that we offer so that we give the same service to all the commuters and then the fare and and making sure that the operational integration is there the information integration so that we can be able to use one app one ticket for the uh, for all the commuters within the province those are, are are important and and we're looking forward to making sure that we participate in making that a reality lastly just just a, just a final thought from from yourself about the lessons learned by by, by the Gau train by Gau train and the, and the GMA so far from the initial implementation of of public transport integration at Gauteng what what do you believe some of the key lessons learned so far have been for us we've learned that we cannot do it alone we need other our key stakeholders to work with us uh, therefore we want to make sure that we participate and get involved in those conversations of making sure that we uh, integrate in terms of public transport but like i mentioned earlier on it's also not about us not about our system the how train per se but it's about all the other systems that are within um, the, the, the province to ensure that they are integrated. So we will continue to make sure that we look for ways uh, of how we can you know, interface a little bit more with them so that we can achieve integration as a whole. Because at the end of the day, it's about the commuter. It's not about us. Jacob, some, some final thoughts from yourself on, on the lessons learned so far? I think with regard to the lessons, there are so many lessons that we have learned uh, as how train. One of them is the level of service. It's very important to maintain that level of service, as Mr. Mabaso has indicated. And also what is important is to make sure that we don't operate alone. We don't operate and even plan in silo. We need to bring other stakeholders on board. That's very important. And uh, you might have seen with how we have partnered with the minibus taxi industry. And it's an initiative that has been, you know, doing well. I mean, for the past, you know, 10 years. And we are proud because we have managed to bring other stakeholders and so that they can be part of the, you know, how train system. Gentlemen, we're going to leave it there for now. That was the Gautrain Management Agency's Senior Manager of Public Transport Integration, Jacob Rambuda, and the GMA's Executive for Transport Integration and Planning, Siabongo Mabaso, taking us through the concept of public transport integration, its benefits, and how implementation of it has fared so far in Gauteng. Gentlemen, thank you both very much for your time, your insight, and your input. It's 
hugely valued. To listen to this and other interviews about the Gau Train, please tune into our podcasts at Gau Train Talk Station. You can also access further material on our website. That's www.gautrain.co.za or follow us on Twitter.